It's November 20th, it's time for Social in 6, and I'm joined today by our content marketer, Melissa Harvey, whose name you'll recognise if you've ever read any of our articles. We'll be telling you about the six most important updates today, including Meta's ad-free versions, the post types LinkedIn's getting rid of, and YouTube's plan to get people watching more shorts. As always, if this episode helps you, help us too by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up today, Meta has launched ad-free versions of Facebook and Instagram. That's right. In an unlikely turn of events, people in Europe can opt out of ads and data tracking with a monthly subscription, which will set you back around €10 per month. So what does that get you? Well, you won't be able to see ads, but you also won't be able to run ads, boost posts, or monetize your content in any way. So for example, uh, boosting a Facebook marketplace listing. However, you can run ads for a linked Facebook page that you manage, as long as you haven't paid for an Instagram subscription and linked up your accounts. The platform that ads infuriate me the most on is YouTube, and I still won't pay for YouTube Premium. So I don't think we have to worry too much. It is a very steep price to pay for services that have so far been free. And Meta knows most people won't pay. They're fine with that because then they can just keep running ads like they always have. Meta's only providing a subscription service to sidestep the EU's GDPR regulations that require them to give users that choice on whether or not their data gets used. Next up, LinkedIn is getting rid of some of its post types. LinkedIn is getting rid of three types of posts next month. This is carousel posts, profile videos, and clickable links in images. Now, don't panic too much when we say LinkedIn's getting rid of carousel posts, because we don't mean the carousel posts you're probably thinking of, which are the PDF carousels. They're here to stay. We're talking about the image format that LinkedIn introduced last year that was much more similar to an Instagram image carousel post. LinkedIn only rolled out a limited test, which clearly wasn't popular enough to stay. And sad news for Monzo's senior social media manager, Richard Cook. Profile videos are also on the way out next month. For those who don't know, Richard's profile video is him eating a banana and staring straight into the camera. I'd say go watch it while you still can. Another feature we're losing next month is clickable links in images. This was basically LinkedIn's answer to Instagram Stories link sticker. Not too much of a major change though, because you can still share links in your text posts. Now, platforms change up their available posts and content types all the time. And when one door closes, another opens. But the thing to watch here is that your previous image carousel posts are getting deleted and links that you've added to any images in your past posts will also stop working. So if you're still getting views on those or if they've got important call to actions attached, you might just want to go back and edit them to include your links in the post copy or just repost anything that's been deleted in a new format. It's worth keeping an eye on your makeshift carousel posts using PDFs as well, though, because if LinkedIn is canning its native solution to that user-generated hack, it might well soon make document carousels redundant too. But as I said, post types come and go, and if LinkedIn sees a need for a change, it might just be the kick we all need to try something new. Now, you'll soon be able to buy Amazon products on Facebook and Instagram in one click. In an even unlikelier turn of events, Amazon and Meta have teamed up on a new partnership that lets you purchase products from an Amazon ad without actually leaving the app. It's only available to US shoppers right now, but if you connect your Facebook or Instagram account to Amazon, Amazon will be able to show you personalized ads for its products. But there is some data that Amazon won't share with Meta. Specifically, that's your purchases, product views, and searches. So it won't give Meta increased capacity for ad targeting because the actual data being shared is quite limited. 
Meta is so keen to get people shopping via its platforms, and it spent the last year improving its ad offering with AI to help boost those social sales, despite a really tough digital ad market not helped by things like increasingly strict EU regulations. So this is a smart move for Meta, partnering with what's previously been a big tech foe in Amazon, and it's great news for Amazon merchants, but it's probably bad news for all our wallets. If you think about Amazon's one-click purchase capability, put those in Instagram and Facebook, where people are spending their time, and it's all too easy to buy stuff that we don't need without leaving the app at all. That being said, without Amazon sharing data with Meta like your product views, purchases and searches, we might end up seeing more not entirely relevant product ads in our favourite feeds. Over to Threads now, which has come into the EU and it's getting hashtags. This one is a little bit of a two updates in one scenario. First off, Threads is reportedly gearing up to launch in the EU according to some telling screenshots of what looks like a mocked up ticket. Now, Threads is currently available virtually everywhere but the EU at the moment. That's because EU laws prevented Meta from launching there in July, but it sounds like Meta's found a way around it. And hot on the heels of this update comes reports that Threads is developing hashtags. It's good to know that Threads is getting more features because it was a bit threadbare when it first launched. But you won't be able to go crazy as Threads is reportedly considering a hashtag limit, although we don't know exactly what that limit is yet. Now, the thing about hashtags is while they do have their benefits, they also stand to increase the amount of irrelevant content and spam on a platform. Like everywhere else, if a hashtag's trending, people will just add them to their post regardless of whether or not that post is about that topic as a means to get more impressions. Meta doesn't want to place too much focus on trending topics because it doesn't want to end up being as news-centric as X is. But the thing is that Meta does want brands on threads. The more brands are there, the sooner they can introduce ads. Hashtags are still really useful in a campaign context, letting us track mentions and UGC around our campaigns and easily respond to people and gather data on things like performance and sentiment. I think for that reason, we can expect hashtags to stick around and Meta is going to lean on their tag limit to prevent too much trend jacking. Now over to YouTube, which has added a new feature to send more users to Shorts. If you've been browsing YouTube lately and you need inspiration for something to watch, this is a new feature you'll be on board with. Reports tell us YouTube's testing a new feature with a very select few, which gives users a play something prompt when browsing the app. When users click through, they'll go through to their Shorts feed, and that will play suggested videos based on signals like your watch history, creators and channels you're subscribed to, and videos you've liked. Alongside TikTok and Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts is still vastly overlooked by a lot of brands, but the numbers speak for themselves. There's a huge opportunity for views here and a way to grow your YouTube channel, which is notoriously difficult to do. This prompt will only help that by sending more people to Shorts. The difference, I suppose, is that people mostly come to YouTube with a specific purpose or search term in mind, not to kill time like they do with TikTok. So it'll be interesting to see if this changes that at all and increases dwell time on YouTube. Long story short, though, if YouTube is in your platform mix for 2024, shorts should be top of your to-do list. And finally, X is doubling down on its strategy to restrict external links. If you're wondering why your X posts with links don't do so well, it's because X is reportedly delaying load times for posts that link out to sites like Patreon, WhatsApp, and Messenger. This wouldn't be the first time either. Earlier this year, reports suggested that X was doing the same for links to Facebook, Instagram, and Substack, as well as the New York Times and Reuters. Now, it's not surprising that Substack is on X's hit list. Apparently, X is developing a Substack rival as part of a push to introduce more long-form content features. First things first, if X is high on your priorities, I'd start relying less on links and get comfy with clear written call to actions so your posts don't get throttled. 
Every platform, as we know, wants to keep you there instead of sending you to another one. But punishing posts that link out, like X is focused on, isn't the best strategy for that. Instead, it's more effective to give people a reason to stay and not just make it hard for them to leave. Now, a 2.5 second delay might not seem like a long time, but it is a lifetime in internet loading times. It also goes against the growing trend of a more decentralized and connected internet, which other tech companies are focused on. If X is the only platform that won't integrate, it might just end up isolating and spiting itself. As usual, lots of big stories to talk about today, but I want to talk first about X uh, restricting links and doubling down on that strategy, because I know you've experienced it a bit on marketing. So I wanted to ask what your thoughts were about that. I mean, the report this update is based on is from the markup. And basically, they have reported out that X is definitely delaying load times for these specific sites. So Patreon, WhatsApp, Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, Substack, all these different places. But this is only... Um, sites that we know of and there could be more restrictions kind of going on under the surface so I personally feel like if you're linking anywhere that's not x x doesn't like that and it kind of reduces the visibility for those links Um, so it's pretty hard to link out to like anything like a story or I don't know especially you don't want to be linking out to like Instagram reels or anything like I would say the advice is whatever you have the video that the asset post the asset natively to Twitter don't link out to an Instagram reel yeah I mean native posts have always been like best practice always yield the best results performance wise but you just can't deny that for a huge amount of accounts on that they're using it as a a means to link people to other places and show them things like if you've got a white paper you need to download if you've got a case study if you're sending people to sites um it's always been a traffic driver um so this you know it is a bit of a slap in the face but i would suggest getting really clear with written calls to actions and you are going to get fewer conversions doing it that way Uh, but if you've got somewhere that you want to send people i would just tell them where to go yeah or you could even you could kind of experiment and you could do maybe you could experiment with keeping your link in and your kind of text in your c2a like in, in one post or you could write out what you want to say and then underneath start a thread and do the link underneath that and maybe see if that performs better yeah because it might not impact the whole thread it might just be that singular post yeah Yeah. so who knows one to watch i also want to talk about uh meta because a few updates from their side but the ad free subscription service is a pretty big story yeah it is a big story but i also think that this isn't going to be something that impacts advertisers too much in the grand scheme of things because, like, personally, I wouldn't pay those prices just to no, opt I out of getting ads. Not a chance. And also, I found that um, maybe Facebook's not so relevant to me, but as an Instagram user, I don't mind Instagram ads. They're really relevant. And, I mean, the the effect is obviously negative on my bank balance because they're so accurate to Same. me. And I'm like, yeah. these are, like, perfect. Um, so I don't really mind getting ads on Instagram. I just find that I don't find them that intrusive. So I personally wouldn't pay to not see ads. And that's what Meta wants. Like, they don't want people to really pay. They're just doing it because they kind of have to, like, yeah, by they law. They want, they believe in, like, an ad-supported internet. So they're kind of presenting this option being, like, this is this is a, this is a new option, um, but we actually don't want you to do that. We want you to just keep <laughs> seeing the ads. You know we, have to, we have to give you this, but we're making it really <laughs> hard and annoying so that you don't do it. Classic. But no, you're right. I don't mind Instagram ads either. either. I don't use Facebook either, so I can't comment much on that from a, um, you know, user perspective. Yeah. But 
what I said earlier in the the platform ads that bug me actually bug me mm. are YouTube ads and I still won't pay for premium. Like you don't understand how much it takes to get someone to pay. We had these concerns when uh, Twitter Blue, now um, X premium uh, first came out, people thought, oh my God, like it's gonna really cripple yep. ad revenue and ad opportunities, but it didn't. And the only people that really paid for um, Twitter Blue were the ones who were using it primarily as a business function authors journalists that yeah. kind of thing yeah. and it was the other benefits that it offered them that got them to do that instead of this ad free um you know yeah totally suggestion i think the edit button was um oh yeah that was that was like a <laughs> carrot on a stick and they knew that <laughs> they totally did that's all for this week. Now, the next time you hear from us, it'll be for our final episode of 2023. And honestly, I can't believe how fast this year's flown by. But as it's our last one, we've got a big episode in store. So trust me when I say you'll want to tune in for that. <laughs> <laughs>